Hey, Peppin. Yo, 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 yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about this new trick I have that doctors hate me for. What's that? See, I just conversation baited you. There's no trick? There's, well, there is, but you gotta click through 17 different pages and read one word per page in order to figure it out. You fucking clickbaited me? Uh, no. Yes. Fuck you. Fuck you. Well, now that you're here, we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. You're here voluntarily. How's it going, Nate? Yes, I am consenting to this arrangement here. Outstanding. Glad to hear it. That is the biggest compliment I've had in a long time. It, it, it wasn't a compliment. So I want to talk today about uh, clickbait and spam. How do you feel about clickbait? I don't like it because I am somewhat affected by it. Oh, so it, you find it to be fairly effective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get flashbacks from time to time about the whole... For, for me, it's like the thumbnail is the clickbait. Mm-hmm. So, so like a common trend now with YouTube videos is it'll have some picture of like, you know, someone you know or something, and it'll have like a little random like red circle around something, and a little text caption that says, what is this? <laughs> and, and, and it's like yeah what is that I need to find out <laughs> so, so when you click on the video and the, the video doesn't even have the picture in it mm. it doesn't actually it doesn't, you know you, you zoom in on the thumbnail and you're like there's nothing there it's the person's hand <laughs> like it's nothing so your issue with clickbait is when it has nothing at all to do with what you clicked on yeah nothing to do or very very little to do mm. It's like uh, there, there's a girl I follow. I think it was Kathleen M. And she's kind of a let's player, but she's also just like a vlogger type thing. And I don't like the vlogging as much, but she, uh, she, she's a lesbian and very into kind of uh, I don't know, social politics and such. But uh, she had a title that said, uh, "My I puked at a tranny bar or something like that. And... I was very intrigued by the the video title because I'm like, really? She's talking about like she used the word tranny bar and she puked. Oh, this this doesn't seem like her. Oh, this seems interesting. Oh, okay. And she tells a story, and the story is very disappointing. Mm, like she got too drunk or something. Uh, she she got there like was a bar called the tranny. So so she she did go to a tranny bar, but she puked because she got sick from the food or something. Yeah. But it's clickbait because it's, it's like what you're expecting mm-hmm. is not at all what you're actually delivered. Oh, okay. So like that time that we made it very, very obvious that we had Stephen King on, but then it wasn't Stephen King all along. Well, th- that one, I think you could assume that we didn't have Stephen King on. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think if someone... Okay, I'm going to be very patronizing to the audience. If there's anyone out there who thought that Stephen King was actually on our podcast... Thank you. You believe in us. This is great. It's because I wrote that specifically as clickbait to try and get people to click on it. I didn't see it as clickbait because for me it's like people 
I don't think people would be tricked. Is that, well, I guess people who don't know us what might be tricked. Yeah, I mean, some, some people were going to be tricked. Now, that's not to say that, A, Stephen King had nothing to do with it because the whole episode was about Stephen King. Yeah. So if you were there for Stephen King content, that's what you got. B, we had a lot of good quality content in there. It's not like you clicked on it and it was a two-minute Photoshop of us talking to Stephen King. It was, what, an hour-long conversation between a bunch of people who knew a lot about Stephen King and we talked about intricacies and things that maybe nobody else has explored in that way and c fuck you that's how you have to advertise nowadays you have to <laughs> so the argument is that to keep up with the competition you have to be clickbaity yes hmm. to some degree to some degree because it's getting the initial people to actually listen to it and then once they've listened to it the titles don't matter anymore because they understand the content and they're either going to come back because they like the content or they're not. And either way is irrelevant to me. All I care is that you at least give it a shot. And if that takes me misleading in uh, in some way, um, then I'm I'm myself immorally okay with that. Let's see, let's see. I mean, we, we I do the episode uh, upload sometimes, and uh, I, I'm not clickbaity exactly, but uh, one thing I do a lot is I put hooks in, so. It's like, uh, what was Steve's opinion on mermaids? Uh, what did Pepin do when he walked into a bar and found two strippers dead in the back of the aisle thing? You know, I put little hooks in there. Like, mm-hmm. like things are in the episode, but uh, sometimes they're only touched upon a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it, it's kind of like, yeah, what, what, what did Pepin do with those strippers who were dead? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I called the police. Turns out it was just wire strippers, <laughs> and he um, he picked them up and gave them back to the electrician. I see. So, what would be the boundary that would cross for you as far as uh, unethical clickbait? If uh... if it had absolutely nothing to do with it, like if if we explicitly said in say in the title or in the description. We talked to Selena Gomez. Yes, the one from that movie who sang that song. Like, we made it explicitly clear that we did a thing, and then the entire episode is not even mentioned. There's nothing to do with it. The only reason you clicked on it was because of that thing, and nothing was delivered that that actually capitalized on that. I see. Hmm. Because that's not clickbait. That's false advertising. I see. And... So you you could say that maybe saying uh, was the title we talked to Stephen King question mark no it was like um, like uh, I think the title of the episode was Stephen King and I think in the description I put starring Stephen oh yeah you're clever there right 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 and especially since your name and Stephen's name are spelled the same which is kind of odd exactly so okay yeah yeah okay yeah so. <laughs> It's not misleading, but it's, I think it's being playful. Playfully misleading. It's definitely misleading. But it's not an, doubt, an outright lie. Mm. I definitely think there's an ethical boundary. We didn't cross it, I don't think. Not yet. Not, not, not yet. Uh, but uh, So would it be clickbaity? Would it be ethically wrong in an episode where we talk about clickbait to have the title of the episode be clickbait that has nothing to do with the actual episode. Uh, yeah, that. So, 
Because now it's meta. See, because we're talking about the title of this episode. Okay, so I, I know I know it's meta, or it, it sounds meta. But the only problem is, it's already it's already been done. So so it's just be hopping on the bandwagon. So, if it's effective, I don't care. <laughs> as long as there's nothing ethically wrong with it and it's effective, those are the two criteria. So like one one of the little trends with YouTube was uh, you would have like something in all caps. Uh, I I lost all my money. Not clickbait in parentheses or blah 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 like something ridiculous. Not clickbait. <laughs> and saying not clickbait was the clickbait. What if we title the episode "This is Clickbait"? This... But really, click it in parentheses. Uh, yes. The, the, the... Okay, that's now the title, and it's okay because we just talked about it. And we're advertising that it's clickbait. It's also clickbait is kind of the the uh, the subject here, so we're not, we're not misleading people. Oh, I got an idea. How about we call it "How to Get Rid of Clickbait Forever"? I I think can we deliver on that? Yeah, here's how you get rid of clickbait forever. Stop clicking on it. Then it won't be effective, so people won't use it. <sighs> Damn it! This good. <laughs> <laughs> It really is a solution, though. Well, but, I mean, I hate clickbait, but I love it because I... So, if I click on clickbait, I'll read the whole thing. out Just because I'm like, damn it. The second I click on it, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> they got me. Now I have to read it. Because if I'm going to be clickbaited, I'm going to get my money's worth. I, yeah, I, I could... Oh, I, I don't read it's it. Like, I, these 11 unbelievable celebrity photographs. What happened to them now? Yeah, I, I, I stop browsing those sites because I get lost. And I'm to, to be like fully honest here, I, I get clickbaited a lot by like uh, sexy like, things. Sexy things. I know you. I know it's sexy things. I really. Oh, I, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> but it, it's like I see I see like a you know sexy girl on the thumbnail or something. Or uh, did her boobs grow three sizes last week? Find out here. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, they didn't. Well, there's that. So I, I get very disappointed. So I, I can't even like visit those sites because I get too too distracted. <laughs> you get too disappointed. I, I, I try to avoid like uh, I'm subscribed to a YouTube channel called Piper Blush, and Piper Blush is like one of those people who there's there's, there's a number of YouTube channels where they're female driven and they're essentially kind of like uh cam girls who don't actually get naked mm-hmm. but they sell naked photos on their website which you can buy by you know giving them some paypal money yeah so but i really like her personality she's pretty funny uh she will always have like you know low cut you know uh shirts on and stuff and she's very sexy and she does a lot of quick bake titles and always delivers on it like uh you know, uh, I, I participate in a wet t-shirt contest at the beach mm-hmm. and she does don't see anything, but it's one of those things where if I see that in the thumbnail and if I see the description, I'm like, Oh yeah, I want to see that. And then I get sucked into the video. It's terrible. Now, what always confuses me is not clickbait. Clickbait. I get what confuses me is spam emails. Oh. Who are those meant for? 
so so spam being like what kind of spam are you talking about like, like super obvious spam like um grow your dick in 300 times or um these hot russian ladies want a sugar daddy it it's meant for people would you ever click on one of those not really. Or, oh, open this attachment now. It's got a hundred dollars in it. I would I would say I would out of curiosity, but then it you have to be careful with those spam emails because they have ways of tracking you. Like they're called tracking pixels. Uh which is why they don't you you don't want to load the images by default. But it, it's more out of curiosity. But uh as far as like who are those meant for? Freakonomics is a podcast which I think covered this a little bit, and the idea is that the like those Niger it's like those Nigerian uh, prince emails. These you get an email saying, "Oh, I'm the uh, prince of Nigeria, and you know I've been ousted by the government here, and uh, I need to uh, you know stash my money away. So I want to you know send you one million dollars to hold in your account. Blah blah blah. It's like I don't know something like that." And people get fooled by those. Not very often, but they expect 99.9% of people to not fall for that. But that 0.01% will take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. They're like, what? What? They're emailing me? What? And, and they're just earnest and this like super like uh, willing to help someone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh man, I can help with the Darian Prince here. And I think this that 0.01% is really gullible. So I don't think they expect most people to uh, fall for but as far as being seen some small fraction of the population and that's all they need will fall for it and that that's who it's meant for that's it just seems like such an ineffective way to to do something like counting on the stupidity of the smallest number of people in the in the world but but it's effective though because it's 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 uh been successful to keep doing it that they make like they don't make a ton of money, I, I assume, but they probably make enough money for it to be uh, mm. to be useful. I mean, to keep doing it. So, it, it's like how effective is does something need to be for it to be effective? Well, to, to make a living essentially, and they're making livings out of this somehow. Oh damn it! I had an example of one saved on my phone of an email that I got that I just I thought was hilarious because. It was whatever whatever they said was like ridiculous, um, but it was like just text, so there was like no link or anything, and it was like, uh, I am horny girl, uh, I am Russian, you must bring me home. It was like real real like broken English, but <laughs> and it was like all like they they want to be brought over to America, and then in like the last line it's like. Um, I will spread my legs wide for you or like something like really like really risque at the very end and like disgust like disgustingly like and I just like who who that doesn't like who would actually respond to that and be like yeah come on over <laughs> like I'm I'm game and it's then it's like an email chain it's not like a direct link to bring them anywhere or yeah, oh, like I could see people being naive, but it, it's hard to conceive of those people. Mm. Um, who was it? There's some whole big, 
there was like the whole I don't, I don't know the story exactly but the leaks that happened with Hillary Clinton and it was all kind of uh, happened or they found out about it because some one of the guys ended up clicking on some kind of like a some phishing scheme <laughs> and he got hacked and then they hacked into his email and stole him or something so that's how they got a bunch of emails and stuff I, I, I don't know this story exactly but something like he got he, he got fished which you'd think the government would have better malware on their computers you think that someone who isn't an elected like official or someone in that position of power would be smart enough not to like fall for one of those uh-huh. things as well but uh, I almost fell for I didn't really fall for one of them but I almost did uh, somewhat recently I, I got an email about something or I was looking for an email for something and I hadn't received it and so I'm looking in my inbox, it's not there anywhere. So I decided to check my spam. And in my spam, I see a email from a company called Blockchain. And it's about a transaction that happened. And Blockchain is a Bitcoin uh, platform, which uh, I have used to uh, kind of store some Bitcoin there before. Uh, and in my knowledge, I didn't have any Bitcoin, but I said that someone transferred 0.51 Bitcoin to my account. like. That didn't sound right. Hmm. Did someone accidentally send me Bitcoin? I don't know. But to me, the opportunity to find out what, if that actually happened was 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 there. So what I did is I went into the email and uh, there was a link. And what's weird is the link wasn't like clickable. You had to actually copy and paste it into your browser. Maybe it was because in, it was in the spam folder. So what I did is I did a... a you know, private tab, and I put the link in to see what happened, because I assumed if you were already logged into the site that it might steal your cookie, and it the, the website wasn't available essentially, so they may have patched that or found the the hack out or something, but uh, I didn't get, you know, I was being very cautious. I didn't think I actually got the Bitcoin, but you could say I got kind of fooled a little bit. I wasn't certain. I thought maybe that Google may have spammed, marked they may have actually marked this uh, email from this company as spam because you know maybe they went down the drain a little bit or something. Mm-hmm. So I I wouldn't say I got fished there, but it, it's something comparable to it. I was skeptical. I was being very cautious, but you know it's like I might have like five thousand dollars here. Mm-hmm. No, there's no there's no like uh, also there's very little risk for me because I didn't actually have any money in my account. Mm-hmm. So if, even if it did get hacked. You know, whatever. Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. Do you usually subscribe to entire podcasts, or do you look for specific topics? Well, I try using the search function on my podcast player on my phone. It doesn't work too well. I try using Google. Google, it's not really set up for it, so I honestly have trouble. Why don't you just use Listen Notes? Listen Notes? What's that? It's a search engine for podcasts that doesn't just search for the terms you're looking for in the title of the episode or the title of the podcast, but from inside the episode itself. Meaning if you're looking for a specific topic, you can find specific podcast episodes that are about that topic. You know, that sounds a lot easier than spending the hours and hours I have just trying to find exact right keywords to actually get it to bring up the episode. I mean, usually I just get like a million uh, how to start your own podcast articles. It's really annoying. So that sounds a lot better. Exactly. When you're looking for something to listen to, just go to listennotes.com, 
type in a topic you're interested in, and you'll get instant gratification, useful results. That's listennotes.com. Check it out now. I um, when, I remember when I first started at the roofing company, they, I, I got an email from someone who said, like, that they were in and out of the hospital, so they couldn't talk on the phone. They could only work through email. They want us to just go to a house, give an estimate. And they were just trying to get, get somebody to go out to the house and give an estimate without actually talking to anybody. And it, it turns out it was like all, it was like all a, a scam somehow. I'm not sure what their end goal was or how they were going to handle all of that. But um, that was the... So since then, I get emails probably like once a week that say, always have the same general phrases. They always say, are you owner? Do you accept credit card? And will you do perfect job for me? They always use those same three phrases. And it's always in different ways and different spots, but it's always those same phrases. And I find that extremely odd that it has to be a bot or something. But like, if you're going to take the time to mass email massive amounts of people, wouldn't you at least want it to be grammatically accurate? Hmm. Because every time I look at it, it's like, will you do perfect job for me? Are you owner? See, maybe the assumption there is because I, I, I could see this going through somebody's head that they think that maybe this is a wealthy Asian person who just immigrated to the U.S. Their English isn't perfect and they don't quite have the, the grammar down and they don't want to call on the phone because they you know aren't going to have a productive conversation so they send an email and email has these kind of you know stereotypical uh, immigrant Asian phrases in there, so so maybe that's kind of the reasoning someone thinks. And uh, I mean, you could put a story to anything. I, well, I, I think it's how someone gets duped, though, right? And maybe those phrases in particular are like, oh, okay, like it puts a story in that person's head, a narrative, where they can think, oh yeah, this is believable. It, it now, if you see that enough, you're obviously like, well, why the fuck are they doing this? Like like mix it up at least if you're if you're going for trying to sound like you're not a robot um, by being having grammatical errors as a human might, at least mix them up. <laughs> like, don't always say the same the same three phrases over and over. I'm not going to disagree, but I'm also going to say I don't know what's effective for these spam robots. And maybe the ones that uh, maybe the errors are what makes it so so effective why do these robots want our money so bad that's the real question it, it's, it's, it's hard to know it's hard to know oh another little youtube i'm big into youtube scams it seems or clickbait it seems that way i, I i'm I, i'm big into youtube but uh, i get fooled by this from time to time and so, so with youtube if you watch a video uh and let, let's say you go halfway through and you click off of it if you see that video in your recommended list or on your video page or your, your feed, uh, it'll show that video with like half a red bar essentially kind of uh, filled out. So it's just showing you, you, you've watched this video previously and you're you know halfway through or three quarters of the way through. Now what people will do is they'll make their thumbnail, but they'll put the little red bar in themselves to make it look like you've seen the video already and That's you're halfway smart. through. 
So I've clicked on videos before that, like, I'm like, huh, I don't remember watching this video. Why, why did I stop watching this one? This one looks good. I, I, I don't remember seeing this. Why, I've, I've run, like, three quarters of the way through it. Why didn't I see to the end? I don't remember this. And then you, I click on it, and then I'm like, at the beginning. Oh. This wasn't that, I didn't actually see this. Mm. So I get, I get scammed that way. Well, would it be more effective if it actually did start three quarters of the way through, and then you're like, oh, I don't even remember where I am, and then you restarted it? Okay, that would be more effective. It's not doable on the YouTube system, though. Um, I don't know. Maybe it is. Because the way they do, at least, because YouTube controls where you start, which is always at the beginning. But well, if, if you're on Reddit, let's, let's say you had a Reddit link, you can make that Reddit link go to a certain place. But YouTube won't do that usually. Uh, in themselves. the comments, you can leave like a timestamp, and then if you click it, it'll jump to that timestamp in that video. So I know that there is a way to that that must create a link. Uh, yeah. So, so you can even create if there's a little thing where you can click share mm-hmm. and you can add the t- the timestamp right, in right, there. Right. Yep. So sometimes on Reddit, for instance, there'll be a link to a video and the link will go to a certain time spot. A lot of times, that, that's a, that's not a good. F- yeah, it'll go to a certain spot in the video, and yeah. But but would Reddit if if you know obviously if the Reddit picture or a thumbnail has like a you know half filled bar, it's kind of obviously fake because it's not your actual YouTube. It's just a picture of a thumbnail on Reddit, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be effective there. Oh, I I'll think on it. I'll figure out a way to make it work. <laughs> now we need to figure out a way to do this with podcasts. We do. Hmm. We need to scam. another thing i really hate with kind of a kind of clickbaity stuff i mean it's not really clickbait but uh you you talked about a little bit you know like that thing where you have an article but it's like seven pages long and it's all just like one picture on each page Mm -hmm. and then add there like yeah like what is that about well you see each page um you you're getting the person who owns that site is getting paid for the ads on that page so for each time somebody goes to the next page they're getting paid again for the same ad over and over so if you go to seven different pages you're getting paid seven times over for the ads on those pages Mm. versus just one and if they stayed on that one page for five minutes instead of five different pages for a minute their money is very different in those situations right right interesting it kind of scares me a little bit with targeted advertising. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I think I tested this before, but I, I like it a lot. But it's also kind of like every time I visit a website, I now have like a thousand like ads for that website all over my web browser. Consume, consume. The, the good thing is though, like I browse, I shop a lot, but I never like, I don't spend too often. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. But it kind of reminds me uh there's actually something that happened recently. Uh, Google updated their web browser, uh, Google Chrome, and they have kind of, I think there's an ad block installed already to some degree in it, but they upped it quite a bit to the point where I think really obtrusive ads just are just blocked naturally. And I was reading through the comments about this and it, it seems like it doesn't quite make sense because 
the main one of the main distributor of ads one of the main people who kind of uh, make money off ads are google through uh, google adsense and it, it seems like google is hurting their their dollar, their dollar bill by doing that but i guess their reason behind it is what's really hurting their dollar bill is people using ad block which just blocks everything all ads in general because the ads are so obtrusive so their idea is to only block obtrusive ads. That way people will just have ads which they can tolerate. You know, ads which are, you, you can just kind of ignore on the, on the sidebar. Ads which are, you know, applicable to, to the actual usability of the website. Mm-hmm. And they want people to stop using ad block. That way they can make more money. So in, in a way they are blocking ads to have people view ads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. It, it's it, uh, it kind of blew my mind a little bit, to be honest. Do, do you use AdBlock? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so anymore. But everything I do is really from my phone for the most part. So if it's not directly in an like I use YouTube app, so uh, there's no I have YouTube Red, so I pay for it to not have ads. When I had Spotify, I had a premium membership. Pretty much, I just pay to get rid of all the ads. I'm okay with that. I think that's fair. Uh, I, I've done similar. Uh, I I used to make fun of YouTube Red, like oh, you know, when it first came out. I thought it was really dumb, but then I learned that you could get uh, play music out of the deal, mm-hmm. and it was the same price as like a uh, um, Spotify at the time. Yeah, you know, YouTube Red plus the thing. So I don't I don't know if that's still going on or what, but. It's like, okay, I'll just pay for both of these, I guess. And just so you're all aware, YouTube Red and RedTube are very different. <laughs> very. Don't don't get them mixed up at work. Yeah, if you don't know what RedTube is, don't yeah don't don't search it right just now. Just Google it right now. Don't Google it. Don't just Google, Google it right now. No, don't. Right now, RedTube.com. No. Backslash. Uh, good stuff. But YouTube Red is something I pay for too, and. I didn't think I'd mind the, or I didn't think I'd care about the lack of ads, but once I started like not getting ads on YouTube videos, mm-hmm. it it changes your whole perspective on. I consume hours and hours every single day worth of YouTube content, uh, so to not have ads on that content is saves me hours in the course of a week of ad watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's it's like I won't. Okay, so sometimes I like log into like different browsers, or I I, I use different browsers. Like I'll use um, Edge every once in a while because I mean, for I don't know why. Yeah. But uh, I won't be logged into YouTube, and I'll want to watch a video, but there'll be an ad on, and I'll just exit out. <laughs> I will take the time to log out, sign into my own account, and then re- find the find the thing and rewatch it. Which would have, which takes more time than actually watching the ad, but I'll still do that just because I don't want to watch the ad. Ah man, yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same page for this. It, uh, it's a problem I had with Hulu. Um, Hulu, well, I guess you can have the ad-free version now, but when I tried to watch Hulu, I had the one with ads, and I just couldn't do the ads. Mm-hmm. Um, though, th- th- with that said. I was watching uh, an anime recently called My Hero Academia, and I, I kind of like supporting companies where I can. So Funimation does the uh, the dubbing for it, and 
they actually have it for free online, but with ads. So I suffered through the ads, but only because I was getting it for free. Mm. And yeah, every once in a while I'll suffer for the ads, but then I just kind of like do other shit during them. But I, I can't watch ads anymore. Does do ad do watching ads that are more applicable to something you may buy make the ad watching experience easier? Yeah, yeah. Well, it gets me thinking. Um, it, I, I am a shopper. I'm not a buyer. I'm a shopper. So more knowledge about different products for me is good. I like being informed about different products, different prices, different sales, and things going on. I, I don't mind targeted advertising to a large degree. But the problem I have is when that ad happens five times in a row and it's the same ad so you like diversity in your ads yeah yeah hey, google are you listening yeah yes you are oh it's, it's like uh when i didn't have youtube red i used to watch like a lot of like sound editing videos type stuff and uh there was just some kind of like a uh, framework with their selling and every youtube video i watched had this ad on it and I was about to lose it. You hate that ad now. So overexposure turns you in the opposite direction. Yeah. Well, honestly, I was interested in the product. Product the first time I saw it. About the seventh time I saw it, I wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, Do you still remember it? Um, I I remember the frustration mm-hmm. of watching it. I remember the guy in the opening and how like, the music was kind of cheesy. Uh, I don't remember the product. So you just remember, but if you heard the product again, you would remember. Yeah, if I saw the ad again, I'd and like, you would associate it with negative feelings. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, that fucking ad again. Mm-hmm. I'd probably get mad and probably bring back all of those memories. Mm. Interesting. I think that's something that um, advertisers should should pay attention to. Overexposure is a bad thing. It's also something where, if you're not so, like I said, I like targeted advertising. But I I don't know why, but a lot of times the ads which are targeted towards me are often targeted towards a like a fifty year old man who has two children and is on the beach, has a dad bod, his wife is about to leave him for a man who like in his seventies and a millionaire is about to give away his inheritance to her. So it's like not 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 me it's not my demographic what is that an ad for well it's it's, it's an ad for juice uh getting sounds like a good juice ad so the idea is you want to be able to play with your children at the beach be able to take your shirt off and show off that you know you're functional so it's, it's functional fitness plus having muscles which will attract your wife back to you and you know keep her away from the the, the uh, 70 year old man Oh, so, so it, it's about being able to have the confidence to play with your children. So it's like insanity. Like, Maybe it's for Beachbod. Yeah, like in, all any one of the people I'm mentioning right now is more than welcome to sponsor us. <laughs> Just go throw that out there. Insanity is like the, uh, the whole cardio program. Yeah, yeah. Where you, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's I used a lot to of movement. Do one of those P ninety X two or P. Yeah, it's like the step above P ninety X as far as intensity goes. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get my cardio up and going. I don't know though. Oh, my subliminal advertising worked. 
Yeah, I guess I did. I wouldn't use P90X. I mean, I mean, maybe actually I would if I was just going for cardio. Hey, hey, people who are going to sponsor us, who do you think Nate should use? Beachbod? P90X? Insanity? Sherry's Berries? All good options. What, what Sherry's Berries exactly? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Oh, we need to talk. Hey, if you like this content, check out our friends at GNA Podcast. Find them in the description or on Facebook at GNA Podcast. You love them as much as we do.